Welcome, kids, to everybody's favorite podcast on God's Green Earth, the Michael Dupree Variety Hour on each and every podcast provider ever, including iTunes and Stitcher and Google Play. Mm-hmm. We are one, count them, one day away from the biggest event of the year, St. Valentine's Day. It is St. Valentine's Eve, February 13th. What are you doing on Valentine's Day? Are you going out and giving your uh, boy girl, boy slash maybe your girl, a little kiss on the cheek? Taking them out to a movie? Maybe seeing La La Land? Maybe seeing Star Wars Rogue One? Maybe seeing that new Split movie with M. Night Shyamalan? Whatever it is, man, I'm going to be dating this episode. People listening a year from now will be like, wow, La La Land's like 10 years old. That's the movie that took all the Oscars. Mm-hmm. That's your prediction? No. Uh, sealed in. No, sealed that's in. that's Michael Dupree's <laughs> solid predictions. So if he's wrong, he heartfully believed that he was wrong. Heartfully believed? Uh, he believed that. <laughs> in case you're wondering who this sultry-voiced man <laughs> is that is sitting next to me, his name is Jason Peterson. Uh, Patterson. Patterson. Oh, yeah, Patter- That's how you Patter- say it? Yeah. Oh, I always thought it was pronounced Patter- Peterson. Uh, well, you're okay, because my name is the bastardization. There was a Peterson back in the day that was like, fuck my grandpa, I'm adding a T, and it's a new name. You fucked your grandpa? <laughs> yeah, someone said, fuck grandpa. Stop fucking me, Grandpa, and they added an extra T to their name. That's yeah. crazy, because, uh, yeah, I mean, your name is spelled P-E-T-T. Well, I guess that makes sense. Petter- yeah. Petterson. Yeah. Jason Petterson. Mm-hmm. Jason Petterson is yeah. a friend, oh. and he's... I could say that, I guess. Yeah, no, that's all right. He is a... Uh, independent video game designer, mm-hmm. creator... Designer video games is what he makes. Mm-hmm. Yep, just only the finest. Like everything's got to be velvet. Mm-hmm. Velvet graphics. He is the creator of Broken Shotgun Productions. Mm-hmm. So Jason Patterson. Oh, you're going not, for every variation. It's not there. working for me. Yeah, Patterson's not working for me. Patterson. Mm-hmm. Patter. P- Patter. Patter. Is Peter. it? Is it Patterson? Like Pete, pet? Pete, yeah, pet. Pet her son. Pet her son. Yeah. Wow. Someone did have sex with grandpa. <laughs> yeah. Apparently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, Jason, do you have any big Valentine's Day plans? Nah. You're gonna. You're not gonna come over and have French stew with me. Uh, if you're having French stew, <laughs> I'd love to join you. Do you even want to know what French stew is? Uh, is it sex? Yeah. <laughs> oh, baby. That's well, right. if you're offering, that's what French stew is, and then we have. Frogs legs and baguettes in meat sauce after. Oh, so. see, so it's a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. sure. So that's the first time anyone's ever invited me over for something. I'm Bella Knight. Oh, for something. For, for oh, yeah. I thought yeah. you were just saying for frog legs. Someone's have ever invited me over for French stew. I was about to say, oh, sorry, buddy. Oh wow. Yeah. Oh well. Is it a mix? Is it like a food sex gumbo? Yeah, in bed. It's biracial. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this yeah, this keeps just adding things on. Yeah. 
So speaking of adding things on, <laughs> that's not a good segue. You are the creator of Broken Shotgun Productions. Mm-hmm. Tell us what that freaking is. Uh, so in 2013, I bum, left my job bum, to bum, uh, <laughs> make bum, a game studio. Because I knew a little bit, but I had, uh, I was like, I wish I knew as much about making like mobile apps and programming websites as I did about game des- development. And so I was like, I'm taking a year. Uh, you just, like, just quit your job. Full time diving into game development. So you don't you don't do anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, and then that didn't make any money, so I mm-hmm. came back. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I thought the same thing the next year, so I did the same exact thing. <laughs> I left the next year after that too, so I've left twice have you and cut, come back yeah, three have you times. Continuously been going back to the same job. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Wait, what's that? Uh, Detroit Labs. Detroit Labs. And uh, they've been awesome about it. I don't think uh, any other company would have been so... What's Detroit Labs? Uh, they make mobile apps. Uh-oh. So, yeah. So you were really good at making mobile apps. Mm-hmm. And you were like, I want to make video games too. Mm-hmm. Or primarily. So you did. Uh, so I did. Mm-hmm. So what was your first video game that you ever made? My first first one? Uh, before I even started Broken Shotgun... Uh, was probably just like text adventure stuff mm-hmm. uh my first programming experience before i even knew what programming was was making maps for uh unreal tournament oh yeah and they had like unreal script i didn't know what that was but i was like how do i make like elevators or like buttons work in a level oh like they have this little script so i was just like copy pasting stuff and that was my earliest programming experience but i didn't even know what that was so you were just like playing around you're like wow this is pretty neat Mm -hmm. i want to do this Mm -hmm. so then you made some text-based adventures Uh uh-huh what was the the first like game that you were like wow this is like a game i made uh i made like a 2d thing in like java well i wasn't even using like a game library i was using like swing components and like things you're supposed to make like windows programs with Mm -hmm. but i was using them to draw like sprites and stuff for i just like ripped sprites from like Mega Man 2 (laughs) and i made it like shoot and stuff and uh, i made like a cookie monster boss (laughs) uh and he was just shooting cookies and firing off like cookie monster like one-liners every time you shoot him i was like wow sounds like the original i want to be the guy (laughs) yeah (laughs) so that was pretty fun. That was like, wow, I didn't know I could do this. And so you've made a couple of uh, apps on like iTunes Store or the App Store. Oh, uh, yeah, Google Play. Google Play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, pre- I played um, I played two. You have two. How many do you have on there? Uh, yeah, two right now. Two, yeah. I've played, two, I've which played I both just made in like uh, a weekend. I really like the the dog one. Oh yeah dog jog dog jog yeah yeah that dog needs some jogging that was uh that was made for a show at go comedy oh really yeah tommy leroy was like we have this idea for like a, a king of kong show which uh if you don't know that's like two of the world's best like donkey kong players there's like a documentary mm-hmm. about that so they wanted to make a show about like a fictional game called dog jogging <laughs> and i was he was like can you make a game for this i was like Yep. How did that work? Like, how did they? 
was it like a promotional material for that show uh, or was it something they played in the show and they like projected it on a screen or something uh that was the idea at first but then they kind of like dropped that mm-hmm. uh and just had like a fake uh powerpoint presentation that was like the simulation of a score mm-hmm. or something so and then like it's like you can download the game <laughs> yeah yeah uh, they didn't plug it at all even though i said what upload the story like i I just knew, like, all the cast and stuff, so I was like, here, download it. And then, like, word of mouth got it, like, uh, 300, 400 downloads. I was nice. like, okay. You know? Yeah, it's a fun little, <laughs> it's a it's a wacky little experience. You can, And did you completely make all the the sprite work in there? Uh, that was all Tommy Leroy. Just, oh, uh, yeah. Tommy Leroy. Yeah. So is Broken Shotgun Productions more than just you at this point? Uh, nope, still just me. Still I, just you. I still... Uh, I do game jams a lot with uh under the broken shotgun vise. What's game jams? Uh, still like making a game in like forty eight hours or seventy two hours oh. or a week or a month. They have like different length ones, uh, and I've teamed up with uh, people for that. But how many, than, no, uh, no permanent like team ups. How many games have you are have you made under broken shotgun? Ooh, uh, if you had to hazard a guess, yeah, probably like uh, fifteen to twenty. Like, Baby but they're boy. all like. Uh, prototype games, nothing, okay. nothing to completion. To completion. Yeah, n- nothing really like uh, poli- super polished. Mm-hmm. So they've all been web based or like browser based or uh, mobile based. Uh, I use uh, Unity as mm-hmm. the majority, so that is like a multi-platform release thing. But I try to make sure that uh, most of them people can play in the browser. Mm-hmm. You working on anything like big time right now? Uh, I'm working on a VR game. VR, yeah, for Oculus Rift. Wow, what's yeah. that? What's that? Can you tell us anything about it? It's uh called right now. The prototype name is Garbage Basketball VR. <laughs> so uh, the idea was that you're like just surrounded by garbage in a room and just like tossing picking it, it up and tossing it in like garbage cans that are floating around the room. That sounds great. It sounds uh, what's that one? Dangerous golf. Oh yeah, sounds, sounds like similar concept to that. Yeah, that sounds very fun. How far along are you on that? Uh, I got the prototype down, so you can like pick up stuff and dunk it. What uh, are the uh, the challenges of making like a VR game? That must be like a whole different monster than than using Unity. Was yeah, are you making it in Unity. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Unity allows you to make VR games. Yeah. Wow. So that's but that's still got to be like a whole thing. Yeah, uh, it's actually super easy because it's like you just change the like camera to be like a uh Par- oculus has yeah uh has like a their camera component or whatever you just drag it in in place of whatever camera wow. you were using and it just works wow mm-hmm. that's pretty incredible mm-hmm. so uh so unity is the only uh, uh game design program that you've worked with so far uh no i've uh made a game with unreal i've made right, a game right. with like game maker studio wow. I've, I've made a game with like LibGDX, which is like a Java specific thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what's your favorite? Uh, Unity by far. It's just so easy. It just makes sense. Yeah. Like Unreal makes stuff look beautiful, but it's like the trying to f- figure it out is like a monstrosity. It's like the avid Unreal is the avid media composer, and Unity is the Adobe Premiere. <laughs> it's a video editing thing. Yeah. For Actually, your video it sounds like Unity would there. be more like Sony Vega. Anyway. Oh yeah. So. Where does that? Where do you get a name like Broken Shotgun from? Uh, uh, so that was from uh, like uh, my core group of friends. Like after high school, we did short like 
video dubs of this movie called Troll 2. Oh, baby. So we would just take funny thing, uh, scenes from Troll 2 and then mm. dub over them. And uh, one of those scenes, uh, he's just like firing a shotgun into the air. And I was like, the shotgun's fucking broken. <laughs> and I was like, I don't know, that kind of like just stuck. And so mm-hmm. my friends would just say that from time to time when things didn't work. They're like, the shotgun's fucking broke, even though it was like a, like a microwave or their car right. or something. So, uh, um, it was kind of a name that just fucking, just <laughs> fuck, it sense. just fucking stuck. Just fucking stuck. And I was like, that's why I want to name my company. Company. Broken Shotgun. So, uh, what is your number one dream as far as like making like what do you what do you want to really make what's a game that you really want to make and for what uh i'd love to make like a a big like rpg or something i'm a big fan of like the jrpgs like Ooh. final fantasy so you want to make like a jrpg or like a western rpg uh i'd love to make a western rpg i'd like to try something new because mm-hmm. uh, i feel like that's what things are moving everything's moving to the the new stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so tell me do you have any like ideas for it or just you just want to make some uh just want to make something I, that was the first game i made or started working on that kind of fell to the wayside because mm-hmm. it's just like i can't do big, this on my own yeah so let's 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 make uh, let's make one up right now then huh? oh yeah all right so okay what is the name of this world What's the name of think of something that you would put in an a conventional oven that doesn't belong in there. Hmm. <laughs> a conventional mm. oven that doesn't belong there. Some uh, aluminum foil Afghan. Aluminum foil Afghan. <laughs> like Afghan rug? Yeah. Or an Afghan like person a, from Afghanistan. Like a Afghan like blanket. Okay, so aluminum foil Afghan, right? So that's like maybe like the the talisman that needs to be collected okay. in this world, like the the Holy Grail, yeah. right? Okay. Aluminum foil Afghan. Yeah. All right. And uh, that's a very catchy name. Okay. That's the name of the game. Okay. Aluminum foil Afghan. <laughs> AA. Mm-hmm. And uh, so who's who's the main? Who's the protagonist? What's their deal? What's their story? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it like a, you can build your own main character, or is it like kind of like a link, like kind of situation where it's like you're you're stuck with that? Person? Oh yeah, we gotta go for like uh yeah. Like a link, we gotta go mm-hmm. for a new new brand. We gotta, gotta get something. Yeah, yeah. So we so we gotta like combine maybe a bunch of because you know Mario, Sonic, Link, you know Samus, you know all those. They're so like iconic. You know what I mean? What if we just kind of meshed them all together? Oh you know? yeah. Like uh, maybe like a like a. So Mario's like the working man. So we can mm-hmm. change his profession. So plumber to steel worker steel okay worker. so we got a okay. steel worker all right so they're a steel worker uh, sonic goes fast maybe uh, he's a hamster oh a steel working hamster steel working hamster okay mm-hmm. so yeah we got animal yeah steel working hamster link is a little elf yeah little elf boy little elf boy that plays um ocarina so maybe he like plays classical guitar okay yeah right <laughs> a hamster steel worker classical guitar yeah <laughs> right and uh, uh and he has and, a- Med- and samus Oh, what's uh what's what's a defining quality of samus uh, mm, wears a bikini under space r- outfit mm-hmm. <laughs> under uh, space armor got got guns and missiles so he and wears like maybe a gimp suit yeah underneath, <laughs> yeah leather daddy his, leather daddy hamster steel work and uh <laughs> classical guitarist classical guitarist okay, okay and what's what's his name what's his name oh uh, yeah uh 
Let's see. Let's see. Mario's Italian. So Mario's Italian. A... And Link mm. is Hyrulean. Oh, yeah. Let's see. Mm. How am I going to mix this up? Uh, what about Bill? Billio. Billio. <laughs> yeah. It's um I'm I'm him, Billio. It's me, Billio. Yeah, that's his catchphrase. Yep. That's me, Billio. That's a me, Bill. No, wait, that's not, not that's that, my, uh, that, yeah. that that's so me. <laughs> that's so me. That's, that's so, so Billio. Me, Billio. That's so Billio. All right, all right. So now we've got we've got uh aluminum af- aluminum foil afghan. Yeah, aluminum foil the, uh, we've the got, sacred talisman. We've got Billio, the steel working um Hamster, leather daddy, classical guitars. guitars, yeah. And uh, okay, so who's his number one? And who's the antagonist? Ooh, antagonist. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Yep. Uh, he's Mario's got a, big he's, dinosaur. Uh, Sonic is a big a turtle. Big uh, dirt dinosaur. fat guy. Uh, yeah. Um, fat evil scientist. Uh, he's got to be racist. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like blatantly. Okay. Yeah. Um, he's got to be. From Poland. Why? It's gotta be. Oh. <laughs> Poland. Revealing stuff Poles about yourself. Are, I mean, I'm Polish and Italian. Oh, okay. So it's like kind of like a uh, like a fight in myself. I, I want this to kind of be like an inner struggle oh. for me. Oh, you know okay. what I mean? <laughs> so uh, I'm Norwegian Italian. So. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Nor- the, so he can have like a Nor, like the tails or Yoshi. Is like a Nor Norwegian dude. Yeah. For Billio. Yeah. So who's the who's the bad boy though? Who's, who's the bad the, boy? Yeah. That's ooh, that can can that be his bad boss name? Yeah. Who's the bad boy. The bad. Oh yeah, yeah. Let's make it the bad boy. Let's see what what don't I like? I don't like I don't like racist. I don't like. What kind of donuts do you not like? Do I not like? Yeah. Mmm. Jelly. You don't like jelly donuts? I don't All like right. being surprised because so, I always want them to be. So what if he's jelly filled? Jelly filled. Mm-hmm. What if, like, when you're fighting him, a like, racist you have to jelly filled. <laughs> a racist jelly. F- What's the natural enemy of a hamster other than a cat? Oh yeah, that's a good. Uh, uh dolphin. No. A hawk. A hawk. <laughs> no. Hawks us eat everything. Uh, what about a soccer player? A soccer player. Yeah. Pele. Yes. Yeah, so. uh, eat racist jelly filled Pele. Yeah, and uh, he. It works at Guitar Center. And he works at Guitar Center. <laughs> that's how they so meet. that's how they meet. Yep. That's how they inevitably have their uh And what's and... his name? Racist Pele. Uh, yeah, Racist Pele. <laughs> the big the big uh, uh the bad boy racist anti-Pele. Pele. Anti Pele. Mm-hmm. And uh last thing, what is the name of and uh theme, like style of this world? Oh. The world is called something that you could fit. Uh, underneath your bed, but that you wouldn't want to put gasoline on. Uh, that's a very specific. Grandmothers. Grandmothers. Yeah. Okay. You could put your grandma under your bed, but you wouldn't want to like pour gasoline all over her. Because like, what if she set lights match? So that's the style of the game is grandmothers. No, that's, that's the, the that's the name of the world. The name of the world, grandmothers. <laughs> yes. And what is the theme? Maybe think something that Crispin Glover had a fever dream about before. Mm. <laughs> Maybe clowns. 
maybe clowns like a carnival world yeah you don't see that so many mini games you see clowns as a part of games but you don't see a whole game about clowns yeah all right where's that all right so let's recap our world is called grandmothers grandmothers the title of the game is the aluminum foil afghan aluminum foil afghan yeah billy o is our main character he's a steel working leather daddy classical guitarist hamster yeah and our antagonist is anti Pele. Anti Pele. Racist jelly filled. The bad version boy. of. What's Pele's. Is that his first name or his last name? God only knows God what only knows. Pele's real name yeah. is. I just know he was a, a legendary soccer player. Mm hmm. So Pele, uh, he's a racist soccer player. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? What else did we decide about him? Oh, he's, fi- he's filled with jelly. He's filled with jelly. And that's, that is how you chip away and that's his weak spot yeah in the final boss battle yeah sounds great yeah <laughs> i think we've got a winner on our I'll hands i'll make that i'll get on that this weekend well you better credit me yeah oh yeah i have evidence that i helped just written by so. Ma- michael debris written by inspired inspired by, by mm. a conversation with michael debris yeah i'll de- i'll deal with that all right i'll take royalties for i'll that. make the slide i'll take 75 percent. 75 yeah all right i'd say i'd say that's fair okay all right so there you go that was fun. We we made that, and I'm going to make that. You better make that. Yeah. It's a lot. That's a lot to remember. That's a lot to remember, but I'll have this podcast always remind me. So. so, in addition to having Broken Shotgun's own Jason Patterson on the show, Patterson, Jason Patterson, Peterson Patterson, on the show, we also are welcoming on our next guest... He is an exclusive Hollywood insider. His name is Marcus Gold. How is it going, Marcus? Hello, Michael. Very good to very good to see you. You're looking very freaking snazzy today. Gotta dress the part, Michael. Mm-hmm. So you you look uh you look a little tired. You look a little uh like you've been sleeping a lot. A lot of Michael, uh Yeah. When you are working the amount of deals I'm working. Working deals. Yeah. Mm. Getting deals done, getting things made. There's no time for sleep. What kind of deals are you making? Just the best deals <laughs> in Hollywood. The best deals that, in Hollywood. That Deadline will find out about. Deadline. Ooh, that's the, uh, the little entertainment type show. Mm. It's a magazine, Michael. Oh. <laughs> An online publication, if I'm you will. Sorry. I'm sorry. So, uh, yeah, because magazines, physical magazines, they're a thing of the past. They're gone. The only thing that's worth being physical anymore are movies and entertainment. Mm Mm-hmm. So uh, how do you feel? The Oscars are, uh, are, they're coming up. How do you feel? Who do you, who do you think's taking away the best picture? Is that even a question at this point? It's La La Land. (laughs) La La Land. You know, I was originally the one to mention to Ryan Gosling in passing. Oh, really? Hey, you're pretty good. Wow. When was that? Uh, I want to say it early days. Back, back when he was a child? When was I was it after in... his Goosebumps episode? No. It was after Remember the Titans. Oh. Yes. Well, that was before. Was Wait. Ryan Gosling in Remember the Titans? <laughs> was he? Yeah. Yes, he was. Oh. was I thought he was... that was Denzel Washington, but... Yeah. That's racist. Wow. <laughs> Jason, please don't be racist on my program. Okay. Sorry. I. <sighs> Ryan Gosling played the cornerback. Mm-hmm. He was a detriment to that team. In, ge- in like, in, like, as far as an actor goes, or in the movie? As in far the, as the, in the film. Oh, okay. But sometimes I like to think that your role translates to the real person. Wow. 
So he was a he was a cornerback. So I said, and drop the, the football act, <laughs> drop the pretty boy act. So one day, you are going to play the piano. And obviously, he took my advice. <laughs> that was. That was, that was in fifteen a, years later. Yeah, that was in a Starbucks. Yeah. Oh. Huh. On Western. Did, did he know who you were? He didn't, but he will. I've been calling him. <laughs> He's, do you think he'll remember you? He better. He better. He better. So, uh, what other advice have you given to famous people before? <laughs> Any like uh, big big stars these days that you've uh, met in passing and gave them some solid advice? I'd like to think that I introduced Tom Cruise to the idea of standing on Apple boxes during filming. <laughs> yeah, because he's a short dude. Risky business. He looked too short. You can even tell he barely comes up to the side of that table when he slides across the floor. <laughs> so you, uh, so you've you've approached. So so what exactly do you do as a Hollywood insider? Well. I make connections. I mm-hmm. network. I go to every swanky party in the hills. Mm-hmm. And, Michael, it's as simple as shaking hands. Shake hands with these people. Okay. Get to know them and promise them the world. What, what exactly is a Hollywood? Like, you just sell information? You just just you get all the scoops? This information isn't for sale. Okay. You know, I, I am here to help these starlets and these stars, mm-hmm. aspiring wide-eyed well, they're, I don't want to say, I don't want to, I want to be blunt, but they're not all going to make it. Right. But yeah. my job is to get them to where they need to be. Mm. I see the potential in everyone, Michael. So you're I, like, I see a little bit of Seth Rogen in you. Seth Rogen? Yes. Wow. Wow. He's a I can get you. Actor. I can get you a deal. Mm-hmm. Just in general? Yep. <laughs> what, can you, what deal can you offer me? I think I can get you a deal with any of the, a first look deal. With okay. any of the 137 major studios wow. acro- across the world. Wow. Might be able to get you into Hungarian cinema as well. Wow. I would love that. I would love Hungarian cinema. I'll, I'll write down my contact info afterwards. This is very exciting. Yes. Jason, I mean, I think I think this podcast might be a thing of the past soon. <laughs> you don't think Seth would do a podcast? Seth, Ro- does Seth Rogen do a podcast? You think that's too big of He's or done them before, but... Not successful? Because I haven't heard of them. He's no. too busy writing hit films, mm-hmm, hit like, comedy masterpieces. Like Sausage Party. Like Sausage mm-hmm. Party. Mm-hmm. Why because do you think Sausage if, Party wasn't uh, nominated for Best Film? I think the Academy is afraid of deep, intelligent introspectives on religion. That's what I think. <laughs> I think you might be right about and that. And sexual orgies involving food. You know, there was all this, like, uh, hashtag Oscar so white, but it's like, hashtag Oscar doesn't have enough Seth Rogen. Oscar's you know? so human. Oscar's so human. <laughs> yeah. Not enough not enough sexually provocative hot dogs in the Oscar. Not enough voice acting mm-hmm. and not enough racist depictions mm-hmm. of ethnic food. So how do you feel about the fact <laughs> How do you feel about the fact that uh Finding Dory wasn't nominated for best best animated film? I know you're close with Ellen DeGeneres. I am. In like an antagonist. Well, you guys have like a famous feud. We do. Mm-hmm. You're you're close in an antigon an, antigone. <laughs> antagonist. See, that's, Antag- that's the problem. Fuck. I'm never gonna make it in Hollywood. Antagonistic way. F- follow my lead, okay. Michael. Maybe so, Hungarian Hollywood. So you must be Hung happy. Hollywood. You must be happy that Finding Dory didn't get nominated. You know, it is a shame, but. There were films about living as a cucumber 
that needed nomination. And I think... My, like, what was that called? My Life is a Zucchini or something like that? Yes. Zucchini, cucumber, same, very nu- they, same nutrients, same very color. Very similar. They both are great in stir fry. Mm-hmm. Zucchini's better in stir fry, though. Mm-hmm. Let's be real. Get a little coconut oil on there. Oof. You got to live clean, man. Man. Coconut oil. Mm-hmm. I so, rub it on my face. So uh, did you call up Ellen DeGeneres, give her, say, tell her you're sorry that she didn't make it? She's not good enough? You know, sometimes you have to extend the olive branch. Mm-hmm. And I felt for her. I know what it's like. Do you say you felt for her or you fell for her? I felt for her. <laughs> okay. And fall so for that'll her. So g- give you some bad news, think, buddy. Yeah, I think Portia de Rossi would have my head. Mm-hmm. So, on a silver platter. If she's up for it. She looks like a skeleton nowadays. Aw. Oh. Don't got to be mean. I'm not being mean. I'm be just mean, saying I, she would take my head off. But I would, <laughs> she would I, remove, if I was not. She would remove the meat and skin and wrap it around her own bony head. That's sick, Michael. <laughs> wow. I wasn't going to go that far. Well. But I, I extended it. the olive branch because I know what it's like to yep. lose mm-hmm. and fail. Because mm-hmm. you are nothing if you don't fail. What's the time that you failed? Oof. Your face is really red now. Is that red of embarrassment or red of anger? Oof. Oh. Kristen Stewart. Embarrassment. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. Kristen Stewart. I tried to get her a deal. Uh oh. I tried to get her in the Allegiant and The Allegiant? And the Allegiant Insurgent and Divergent Oh, the movies. Series. I thought you were talking about like a Shailene Woodley. Clubs. I told her. I told Kristen, Shailene Woodley is nothing. Mm-hmm. I agree. She didn't listen. Right. She wanted to do serious stuff. There's no money in serious stuff, Michael. Mm-mm. People like explosions. Mm-hmm. People like death. sex. Sex. And teens. Death. And teens People murdering like, each other. Yes. Apocalyptic gray scenarios now. Based that on, is what is in. Based on young adult fiction. That is what is in. Mm-hmm. She didn't want to do it anymore. Make thinky uh, clouds movies. of Sills Maria. Mm-hmm. Nobody's seen that. I don't even know what that is. She's in it. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Kristen Stewart. She had the potential. You've. It, I know you had to have seen Adventureland. Adventureland is a great movie. Mm-hmm. She Twilight was in wasn't very good. She's in that, and then she just kept continuing to do those Twilight films. Mm-hmm. Wait. Well, didn't it, yeah, Adventureland was before Twilight ended, wasn't it? During it. She was good in uh, The Runaways. I remember. Do you remember? Do you ever see the? I mean, sure, you saw it, The Runaways. The Runaways. Mm-hmm. The yes. uh, the movie where she was with uh, playing Joan Jett. Ah, yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's how you make it. Mm-hmm. Biopic. Bio biogra- yep. biographical ben- pictures. Yes. Ben Kingsley. He was nothing <laughs> till he was Gandhi. Yeah, that was not racist. Tom Hanks. Nothing at all till he was. For Sully Sullenberger. Sol- so, yeah, and uh, in the in Captain Sully. Mm-hmm. Captain Phillips. Captain Phillips. Mm-hmm. I think that's, you know, he's got the... I am bro- the captain now. Yes. Oh, that was the other guy. Yes. <laughs> you know, Barkhad Abdi... What happened to that guy? Barkhad Abdi actually drove me to a meeting to meet with Kirsten Stewart. Then. Really? Yes. He was just... Was he your chauffeur well, or was he just like a, giving you, doing you a favor? He's a cab driver. Really? Yes. Just after making a really successful movie and being See, an that's incredibly the thing. He successful actor, he didn't sign. He, I reached out to him. He didn't sign with me. And after Captain Phillips, he couldn't get a job. 
Couldn't get a job. He was actually cabbing in Hollywood. That can't be true. Are you sure you're not just like, <laughs> don't have a trouble telling black people apart from each other? I am the captain now. <laughs> would you consider Barkhad Abdi to be a black person? <laughs> I think I would. See, I don't see that. I see nationality over you, anything. You don't he see is color? a Somalian. Oh, okay. <laughs> with black skin. We're okay. <laughs> that sounds fair. That's pretty fair. It's very fair. So you think that he it's was fair ri- driving so. a cab in Los Angeles? Yes. And I told him, I gave him my card. I said, Barkad, <laughs> you were great. We can get you in some things. And what he did said, he say? He said, actually, I, I am going to be in a movie called Eye in the Sky in a couple of years. <laughs> also, I don't know, I don't know how he knew that far in advance <laughs> that he was going to be in it. But this is a long production cut to, uh, like time. It's like boyhood. You can mm. indeed. indeed. Boyhood. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boys Richard Linklater. If he'd ever come out of Austin, Texas, I could get a deal with him. You, you only could, make deals with people in L.A.? Yeah. If you're not in L.A., you're nothing. Okay. Um, well, that's I'm, why Barkat Abdi left Minneapolis to come here. That's why we had to, to fly to out to L.A. to do this podcast. Yes. <laughs> it was a lot of, there was a lot well, of expense. It was. And I'm sorry that it had to be this way, but like I said, I can get you a deal with Hungarian Hollywood. Why why would I have to go to L.A. to make a deal with Hungarian Hollywood? How many times do I have to say this, Michael? Mm -hmm. The deals happen in Hollywood. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No matter which Hollywood it's for. It's L.A. Hollywood. Right. Or Bollywood. Bollywood? Those are the only two real Hollywood. I think Hungary is actually halfway in between here and Bollywood. Exactly one. Exactly. <laughs> exactly if you're traveling east, of course. Yes, obviously. So, wait. <laughs> okay, I guess that makes sense. Um, so, what is the biggest deal that you've ever signed that you're the most proud of? I'm not going to lie to you, Michael. Mm-hmm. I got a three-picture deal with Hallmark. Whoa. Cha- with the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Whoa. Pictures. Three-picture deal with who's starring in it? Some Tony Shalhoub. Tony Shalhoub. Wow, yes. Monk. Wow. wow, the monkey. The monkey man. Tony Shalhoub starring in all three movies? He is. Are they yes. connected? It's like a trilogy? It or is, is a it, trilogy. Oh, or is it a spiritual trilogy? It. it well... Critics did describe it as that. It is for Hallmark. Okay. After all, mm-hmm. you know, a Hallmark film isn't nothing without a connection <laughs> a to bit God. Of religion, yeah. a connection to God. So it's it's an actual like connected trilogy, and it's a spiritual trilogy because mm-hmm. it's about spirituality. Tony Shalhoub is a reverend down on his luck. Isn't Tony Shalhoub a Jewish man? This is colorblind casting. Michael. Okay. <laughs> He's an actor. He can make it work. He can do anything. Okay. But okay, so Tony Shalhoub is a Donald. Was Mickey luck. Rooney Asian in <laughs> Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> he had me convinced. <laughs> he had me convinced. Exactly. So he uh, had you convinced. Therefore, nothing's wrong. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nothing's wrong. So uh, Tony Shalhoub is a down on his luck reverend. Uh, I, I guess it, what were these called? I, ne- I never saw them. Well, it was Faith's Desire. <laughs> One, two, this- and three. No. <laughs> Hallmark likes to get a little bit creative. Mm-hmm. There was Faith's Desire. That was the first one. Mm-hmm. Faith's Journey, the second one. Ooh. And Faith's Finale. Who's Faith? 
Well, Tony Shalhoub's character, a down-on-his-luck reverend, falls mm-hmm. in love with a woman named Faith oh. who frequents his church. Ooh, that sounds uh, kind of bad. Like, you're not supposed to do that. It may sound bad, but she teaches him the beauty of Christ. Wow. And the beauty but he's of, the reverend. And the beauty of believing in yourself. Every main character has to have a flaw, Michael. Mm-hmm. So he's a reverend that it has trouble with his religion? Not only that, but his alcoholism. And struggle and his keeping marriage. a job? And his marriage. Oh. Wait, he's married at the he's same time? He's married? Yes. Not to face. This is a very progressive series for mm-hmm. Hallmark. They're wow. taking major risks. Wow. The uh, buzz about these films alone is what is going to propel this deal to the top. Wait, have they it. already been made or they have not been made yet? I just signed the deal oh, okay. six months ago. And that's why well, I haven't seen it. Film production, you know, it's been hitting some snags. Mm-hmm. Do you think it'll ever get made? Because you just I like it. to not think about that. <laughs> you know, I've already signed the paperwork. So the what money, are you? Like I have gotten money, and that is what is important. So you're like point. an agent, or are you like I like I'm. Struggling. I like to call myself a managent. Managent. It's a manager and an agent, and All like right. I said, Hollywood Insider. Okay. <laughs> All that. So, you are you familiar with that? I don't know if they're still doing it, but there was that one blog with like an anonymous person that was like telling all these like secrets about Hollywood. Like Hayden Panettiere is like, ooh, maybe she's like a party girl in Hollywood. And like, was that the blog? The these people, PAs, PAs. production assistants, oh. a, agents, assistants, mm. desk people. They're just gossiping. Yeah, they like to think they're really popular. They think and they're they, insiders. And they, they're insiders. Just they're because just you're one room away from an agent who's talking to people that I talk to. What's your opinion on TMZ? I have a personal relationship with TMZ. Mm. And I'm not... I'm not thrilled to talk about it. Mm-hmm. But it sounds like you're going to talk about it. Mm, I was just wondering. Like, I, I think know- you know. I... <laughs> I'm just saying, TMZ's got kind of a bad reputation. They they seem a little. So what if somebody found a dog in my backyard in Los Feliz, and it happened to be flayed? It wasn't me. <laughs> Who would flay a dog in your backyard? I don't know. Okay. These coyotes are. <laughs> they're intricate. Are they? I feel like these coyotes have a f- in the Los Feliz area. It's very hilly. Is they come co- down from Griffith Park. Is coyote slang for like a, a gang member or something? Or are you talking about no, I'm real not. actual I'm talking dogs? about real coyotes. You hear them at night chirping out there. I've never seen a coyote flay an animal before. They have a taste for just the flesh. <laughs> they don't want the meat. Some of them. There's got to be a pack out there. It's, it's, it's disturbing. You sure you didn't flay a dog in your backyard? Well, why don't you convince TMZ that? Because I'd... I've done everything I can, and they keep running these stories, and they keep coming up with new evidence that I can't, I just can't. Take the time. <laughs> I can't respond to it anymore. Mm-hmm. That's They're okay. hounding me. I apologize. I didn't I didn't mean to bring it up. I just, it was, it was something else on my mind a little bit. I know there's a lot of uh, controversy in Hollywood with, like, animal abuse and stuff, so. I thought you would, I would give you a chance of, to They tried it. to drown a dog. What? Oh, Doc's Purpose? Yes. Who, who's, who's they? Well, I don't know if I'd say they, but 
<laughs> TMZ had nothing to do with that, I would say. They filmed it, and they're just as comparable. <laughs> TMZ didn't film it. TMZ received the footage. That's what you'd like to think. <laughs> You're sweating a lot. That is what you'd like to think. <laughs> Listen. Well, you can't trust TMZ. You can't trust these tabloiders, these mm-hmm. these peddlers, these paparazzi, Perez Hilton. Paparazzo. Paparazzo. Paparazzi is plural. Yeah, but have you ever been you to can't Italy, trust Michael? A single paparazzo. You are tr- correct, but you cannot trust all of the paparazzi combined. True. Jason, do you trust the paparazzi? It's like out of context, but I get the impression that Jason has never had to deal with paparazzi. Are before. you nervous about it, like becoming a big famous game designer, and then everyone wants to paparazzi you? Uh, What's the verb think... verb form of paparazzi? To paparazzi. I believe it's to take pictures. Oh, it's um, more than that. Paparazzi. Yeah, yeah, no one's taking pictures of game developers. Would you like to have pictures taken yeah, of you? Because I think we can turn your broken shotgun productions into a major motion film. You don't think no, people are taking company. pictures of like uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, Reggie Pizume? Not a developer. Just like eating a sandwich. Were you or? saying that you can make uh, make Jason famous for being a video game developer? Yes. By getting him a multi-picture deal with, like I said, one of the 137 major motion motion picture studios across the world. Could you interact with the movies in a play way? (laughs) Yeah. I've always wanted that. I've always wanted a movie theater where you could go in and, like, it's a whole group of people and somehow you can all play a game Hmm. that is, like, and, like, moves the the story along. It's the wave of the future. Oh, it is the way of the future. Like Telltale, like, like Telltale, everyone can vote on it. Yeah, like, but virtual like that, reality. Yeah, like oh, do you want Tom to go like sleep with Joni, or do you want Tom to go hug his daughter until she falls asleep? Mm. Go chop, go <laughs> chop up cucumbers. <laughs> go Zucchinis. chop either go chop up a cucumber or go chop up the dog in the backyard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> so I got didn't him. do that. I got him. It was DMZ. the coyotes and sometimes the sparrows. Okay. But you were talking about adventure films, Jason. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. I think we can beat Uncharted to market. <gasps> beat oh. it to the theaters. Well, I mean, it's already on You're going to start working. So to beat it to market. I'm talking about no, the film. The film oh. Uncharted. oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. I forgot about that. The yeah. film. You, you already missed out on Assassin's Creed, so now nah, you got to beat you better, you gotta be I don't think anybody's. I don't think anybody's gonna have any trouble beating Assassin's Creed. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Film was garbage. Wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would give it a, a two out of three. Okay. Right. Well, wow, that's actually a pretty good rating. <laughs> yeah. Right. Never seen it before, but I I, I give it the benefit of the doubt. <laughs> Just the name. Mm-hmm. Considering Michael Fassbender is not Spanish. Um, mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, so there is Marion Cotillard. That's true. But she's more convincingly Spanish. She's closer to Spain. Yes. She's French. <laughs> yes. So we're going to take a quick she's break, you Iberian. guys. Iberian? Iberian. Iberian. Actually, no. What's it's Iberian? The Iberian Peninsula. Oh. I, would, I guess I wouldn't count France as the Iberian Peninsula. But. You know, when you've traveled places, you... you just kind of blend it all together. Just put a, you know, one world. Mm-hmm. One world fueled on coconut oil. We are going to take a break. Uh, Jason, you got to go. You got to get out of here. Got games to make. I got to make this. So if you guys want to. Here's my card. Oh, thanks. You call me as soon as you want to turn this into a major 
motion picture deal. Uh, aluminum okay. Afghan, the movie, the game coming soon. Aluminum foil Afghan. I picture aluminum foil Afghan. You know, I picture Josh Brolin in that role. Mm-hmm. Jason, where can we find more about you and Broken Shotgun? Uh, BrokenShotgun.com. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And or uh, my Twitter at uh, Chunky Brewster. Go download Dog Jog. Dog Jog or Chicken Slap. Mm-hmm. Or Run Lines, my app. That's not a that's not a game, but that's it's actually my... a cool app. Oh, I, I downloaded that too. Yeah. It's a cool little app. If you're an actor and you need to run lines with people across the world, you could do that. Mm-hmm. 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 So thank you very much for being on the show, Jason. We're going to take Marco. a break. And when we come back, we'll have more of Marcus Gold and a very special guest. Be right back. Welcome back to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour. <coughs> I am... Jeez, Marcus. That's a great way to bring things back in. Still, it's the Los Angeles air. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of smog you out know, here. There's one thing about Jason's company mm-hmm. I love about the name. Mm-hmm, that you couldn't tell him when he was here? I was going to, but I didn't want to step on your shoes. Oh, okay. I'm saying I love the name because it's it paints a person certain persona. It's hot. It's dangerous, and it's unreliable. <laughs> that all sounds like Jason. <laughs> so, we are going to bring out our next guest. I am very excited for this, and I, this is someone that you've actually worked with in the past, Marcus, which is very exciting. You don't know who's coming on, so you're going to be very surprised to see. The is it Tony? Tony? No, not Shalhoub? Tony Shalhoub. No, okay. you haven't worked with him yet. <laughs> We've talked. So... You might know him from his many commercials in the 90s and early 2000s. He was a household name, and he is from the failed stir-fry chain, Bean Sprouts. It's Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus. Welcome, Buddy. Hello, Michael. It's me, Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus. Hey, Buddy. How's it going? Marcus, you don't seem very happy to see Buddy. I have blocked this from my memory. Buddy is a very adorable, seven-foot-tall walrus who is actually just a man in a costume, and he still talks like Buddy the walrus. Well, this was my voice. This is how I got the pot, Michael. Oh, wow. So, uh, Buddy, and that's also your real name, Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus. Legally changed. What a mistake. (laughs) Oh, your name was originally something else. And the, then you changed your name to Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus when you got the role as Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus. Is that true? Is that the fact? Is that what you're saying? Yup. Wow. So uh, what was it like being Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus? You were a family, you were an icon in the I, 90s. I and was early 2000s. on top of the world, yes. Mm-hmm. That lasted like two and a half years. Two and a half, two, two and a half years too long. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, ow, ouch, Marcus. 
What, what? Buddy, you never go full mascot. <laughs> you jeopardized it from mm-hmm. the start. You went full mascot. I buddy. just wanted people to love me, and my American stir fries just didn't take off with the masses. So yeah, bean sprouts. Should have gotten into biopic, biopic films. Mm-hmm. You know what? You could make a biopic film about being Buddy the Bean Sprout Walrus. I would love to. So, Buddy Bean Sprouts was a good idea in in theory. It was basically like the Chipotle of of stir fry before Chipotle was a thing. Right? It was American stir fry. I mean, it was hamburger meats with bean sprouts and the different vegetables. Mhm. It's a great Who great, wouldn't love that? Yeah, it's a great concept, but in actuality it was terrible. It was disgusting cuz hamburger meat <laughs> lots of health code violations. Lots of health code violations. Um, and you guys really like hit the ground running like when you opened it was like you had like what was it like 300 bean sprouts open on the first weekend like that that bean sprouts was a thing like you just had 300 open around the, my around advice the- to future on- entrepreneurs fail fast fail <laughs> open one store don't go all in on a franchise but you, you guys, you guys were strong for about two and a half years, yeah. and then just abruptly failed all at once. Uh, what, what, what would you say caused that failure? Well, the health code violations, and it just uh, people just couldn't get behind the idea of fusion foods. Payway yeah. did it better. Pele did do it better. Pele didn't even open a restaurant. Pele had the racist element, you know, the strong. He was just a good soccer player. Maybe I should have gotten into sports. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should have just played a sport. Although you do look like a walrus. Like, so Thanks. I don't think how good <laughs> you took that as a compliment. Oh, yeah. Sir. I think another issue is that people don't really connect walruses with stir fry in Japan or America or in general. People that- thought that, that we were serving walrus meat, but I'm just the mascot. Do you eat Ronald McDonald's and McDonald's hamburgers? No. no. I don't know why they assume that. But, but Ronald was- McDonald is a clown that's like, ooh, I'm a clown that's celebrating. You know. I'm like a, a whale, a walrus version of a clown. I'm like a fun, happy to be around <laughs> walrus. I thought, or so I thought. Yeah, well, it turns out you uh, you were a failed celebrity. Um because well Marcus was your your agent back then as far as I'm aware um that's that's or manage managent managent is that the word you use man agent man agent and uh what you what you got him I on coined tons, that term what man agent you got him on tons of shows like Good Morning America I did Great I got show. him a guest spot on uh, Friends too mm-hmm. and how did that turn out Either he didn't show up <sighs> what happened buddy. The, all the friends were not very walrus, you know, friendly. forthcoming and friendly. Wow. No, they just, they were like, wow, you're in a walrus costume? I was like, yeah, that's me, buddy, the brain spouse walrus. If you can't accept it, then you're just going to have to not have me on your show. And that was... That was when I was big. Wait, were you trying to get Buddy the Beansprouts Walrus the man or the mascot on Friends? They all one in the same, Michael. NBC wanted the mascot. Okay, but you wanted it to the man. That was later in the process. So you saw potential in I did see potential, but he blew it. Marcus just couldn't understand that there are no differences between us. We are are Buddy the Beansprouts. It's like Venom. Well, one in the same. 
Well, one thing. So what happened? What happened to the mascot? Too, the monkey lasted longer than Buddy. The monkey. The monkey from Friends. Oh, uh, yeah, that was Ross's a good monkey. monkey. That was a great monkey. Yeah, see, they, and they he had, was a were dick. friends with a monkey, but they couldn't be friends with a walrus. Well, I mean, did they didn't like that monkey? So that just it, tells you something. About I think Buddy. they were just not animal friendly in general. So, uh, so Buddy, what happened to the walrus mascot costume? Did you decide to hang it up or, like? What? It just became my skin, and I kind of fell into a deep depression. Jesus. It's a, for years after the failure, I was just like, I could not let it go. I thought people loved me. People would wanted to take pictures with me, and people <laughs> were putting my picture on the walls of the houses. And oh, my God. And then I, I was like, I can't live in a world above you, death. So I just became the suit, and uh, eventually, you know, health concerns, you know, they had to cut me out of the Buddy the Brain Spouse Wallace oh suit. It was, they uh, couldn't just unzip it? It was fused to my skin and oh festering with pests. Oh, God. Yeah. There are still remnants stuck to his arm. Uh, yeah, sorry if... Uh, uh, I thought that it was just gray arm hair. No, that's the, the zombified walrus skin on my, oh, I'm sorry. I do see some maggots like, crawling yeah, underneath your skin. I've Jesus. kind of, uh, you know, just zoned them out, but I'm sorry if there's a stench or something that... Uh, it's pretty palpable. Oh, sorry. I try not to say anything, sorry. but... I can no longer smell. You Because <laughs> you definitely looked down. You can no longer smell because of this, or no, unrelated? I, I lived in Hollywood, Michael. Oh, smog. No. Cocaine. Oh. <laughs> you got it. So... So, buddy, what are your uh, current aspirations? You know, buddy, the Bean Sprouts Walrus is a dead mascot. To th- I'm t- <laughs> are you okay? Yeah, yeah. You, I'm, I'm you going like, to... It looked like I shot you in the, the mouth. Uh, it's, it's hard to get over. It's a, it was a difficult point in my life. <clears throat> yeah. I, I'm trying to go back to school so I can, you know, teach children. I'm trying to bring joy to children in one way or another. You want to go be a teacher? Yeah, like a teacher about... I'd love to teach about animals or something like buddy, that. Be a buddy. Please let me know if you ever get your certification and where you're teaching, because I will never let you near my future kids. Marcus, why is it such a heated battle between us constantly? Every yeah, what t- happened every interaction. You buddy, you cost me a major deal. You, you know how you much basically you like major set deals. me back three years. I could be three years ahead of where I am today. Wow. Not the Hallmark Channel. What? what Discovery. The, I could be on Discovery. They're talking about the Friends deal? He cost you that deal? He cost me that deal. Man. There's only so much commercials will get you. That's a big deal. You're making me something I wasn't men- meant to be. You were trying to force me upstream towards this this m- movie star that Buddy was never supposed to be. Buddy, I thought that's what fun. you wanted. That's what I thought I wanted. But I really believe that the best way to bring joy to the children is through education. You oh. could have been the, the next Spuds McKenzie. The dog? Yes. The character. The I dog. could have been Spuds McKenzie, the dog? No. <laughs> this is another problem. Everything is so literal with I you, d- buddy. I could have been I could have been a dog? Shut up, buddy. No. <laughs> I thought you wanted to be a walrus. I'm, I'm, get, I'm just getting a goat, Marcus, because you get so upset about everything. That is true, Marcus. You do seem to have a short fuse. I 
just don't like people in my way. Well, how about this? How about you guys hug, hug it out, okay? And you take him back on as your, his man, man agent. I, I guess... I guess I could get him into voice acting because he's yeah. hideous, and I don't know if I really want to hug him right now. Yeah, I, I guess that's a, fair. A voice for what about like an air hug? You do an air hug because I wouldn't want to touch that skin either. Yeah, please. He, I wouldn't want to catch anything. I do. I, I do apologize for my senses. Come on, guys. Air I mean, hug. Air oh, hug. it's even permeating oh, my hug. nose, which is shot from all the cocaine use, <laughs> which I fell deep into after you just. I'm sorry, Marcus. That's what I was going to ask. I was going to ask you to apologize, and you did. Oh. Wow. Well, I'm sorry I blacklisted you. Wow. Oh, Oh, wow. That makes a lot to me. Wow. I think we can get you in voice acting work. That's very, very beautiful. I I know a guy at PBS, maybe. Hmm. You maybe can be on the next Sesame Street. Oh, Sesame Street is Fiona. now. Right. PBS is a dying brand. Oh. Well, maybe they should make more money. Maybe they just need a... I talked to the Buddy Bean Sprouts Walrus brand. Yeah. Maybe that can save him. When was the last time you went in the, the suit? Well, again, it had to be cut out of it, so the suit is actually uh, in the CDC headquarters. It's uh, being studied for all the various diseases and infestations that I've... A cure over How long were you wearing that, that suit? Over a decade. Oh, my God. I mean, I wore it into the late 2000s. How did you go poop? You don't want to know, Michael. <laughs> I guess I don't. I don't even know why you asked that question, Michael. I don't either. Uh, boy. Well, this has been a very insightful episode. Do you, have a, do you guys have any questions for each other? Anything you else you want to say before we wrap things up here? Don't hate Michael. Dad, don't don't hate, hate me. Don't hate Michael. Don't hate Marcus. Just spread love and wonderfulness around the world. Wow. Buddy the Bean Sprouts Walrus. You might see him doing birthday parties at some point soon. Or PBS. Or PBS. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. Marcus, anything? I any can last get words? it done if this Hallmark deal falls through. Mm-hmm. And I really hope not. I'm pulling for you, Tony Shalhoub. Yes. Do not fail me, Tony Shalhoub, if you're listening. He is. He's one of my only listeners. Well, do not fail me. Tony, love you, buddy. <laughs> anything else, you guys? Any 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 uh any last words? If I if I come across you on the street and me I or Tony Shalhoub? No. Well, anybody. Oh. Somebody who looks like Tony Shalhoub, somebody oh. who looks like Kristen Stewart, somebody who looks like Seth Rogen, mm-hmm. maybe you, mm-hmm. just know that I can get you a great picture deal. Just talk to him. You'll know who he is. You'll know. <laughs> You'll be like, that's... that's I have a it. firm handshake. You have a firm handshake and a firmer eye, uh, brow line. <laughs> okay. It's rude. <laughs> you look very confused after I said that. Very rude. All uh, right. So deals it, off. Oh man, I wanted to be the next Seth Rogen. Oh. You would have been I'm not the Hungarian ex- Seth Rogen. Hungarian Seth Rogen. Is that all Hungarians? <laughs> I I don't. I'm not enough of a stoner to be Seth Rogen anyway. Oh well, psilocybin mushrooms isn't gonna get you far enough <laughs> in Hollywood. This has been a great, very fascinating, very interesting, very telling show. 
I want to thank Jason Patterson for being on the show. Go to BrokenShotgun.com. Thank you, Marcus Gold. Go to MarcusGoldLLC.com forward slash management. You can figure out how to spell that on your own. <laughs> and thank you, buddy. Oh, buddy's dead. No, I'm not dead. <laughs> I, sometimes I just have a phone oh out God. there. Your it's eyes, the necrophyte uh, skin that kind of throws people off. Your skin had is like pale white and your eyes were rolled behind your head and you were slumped in your chair. It, it was, was drooling all over the table. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have a web presence or anything, but uh, if you see me, just think about hugging me. You don't actually have to. Okay. I don't think anybody's going to want to. I don't think you should. No, I know. I'm a monster. (laughs) Freak. Oh, thanks, Michael. When I said it, it was fine, but when you said it, it was a little too far. You know, now that I think of it, we can probably get you on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah. As a a monster. Okay. I'll take what I can get. We'll get you on Supernatural. Get me on that soapbox so I can spread the word. Well, thank you guys so much for being on the show. We will be back next week. Have a good week. Have a happy holidays. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Don't get too many kisses now. Bye.
The Michael Dupree Variety Hour is recorded in WAYN Radio Studio. Please make sure to subscribe and review the show on iTunes if you're so inclined. And if you would like to follow the show on social media, you can find us on Facebook and Twitter at Michael Dupree VH. The intro song to the Michael Dupree Variety Hour is Somewhere in My Mind by Apache Tomcat. Thanks for listening. See you next week.